0: Coming up, we're going to celebrate the summer by talking about movies. It's blockbuster season, so we're having fun with it. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 184 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com for your no-obligation quote. Hey everyone! Welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host Craig Williams. Today I'm joined alongside by my co-host Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hey, and in this one we are talking all about universal movies. I know we uh, we we do this every now and then, where we like to reflect and ponder and wonder like what is the future of Universal and what is is the current state of Universal at that that same time too so uh, yes 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 yes
1: yes, 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 yes. (laughs) okay (laughs) Universal's hottest new club.
0: <laughs> yeah, Rhino's really on a Stefan kick right now, <laughs> so that, that would explain it for you there. But, yeah, so uh, I, I will actually just – this was something that wasn't even on my radar to really do. But uh, just to give you the context of the time period that we are recording this, uh, we are just um, – we're about mid-July right now towards the end of july actually more more on that side and uh i was i was driving in my car and i was thinking about a current release that just came out and i'm i'm not going to specifically say it because i know we're going to talk about it in a little bit more just in a second but i'll just say when when i saw the title i was like oh <laughs> Here we go again, uh, but <laughs>
1: I'm,
0: I'm in the spirit of the movies, like I said. So I wanted to, of course, have a just a little discussion of uh, starting off with the the movie, the specifically Universal movies. That is not not we're not going to talk about Potter this episode or anything anything off Universal grid. Uh, you know, it's it's represented in there, but they don't own that property. I wanna I wanna give a salute almost to like the five. Best universal franchises that are actually that are actually featured, and not necessarily franchises. It can be standalone movies too. But the ones that you can experience at Universal and our thoughts on them. And then we're also going to play the 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 fun game of let's take a look at what the other biggest movies and franchises are that aren't represented at Universal, and if we think they'll ever be, or if we think they the should. One. Because I was going to go, oh, mmm. Oh, well, I'm <laughs> glad <one>. you it. <laughs> so uh, I think we're going to start off by uh, by going over the, the movies and franchises that are currently uh, – they're currently at Universal. They're represented. You can go see them. And just our, our brief thoughts and opinions on them. And of course, we have to start out with the one that uh, is Universal's big summer release. I finally have seen the sequel, so I can now. I'm now opening the floor to all spoilers out there. So if you still haven't seen it yet, I apologize. But of course, I'm talking about Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Is that movie in the Jurassic World franchise in the greater Jurassic Park franchise? I'm. I lost you for a second what do we think about jurassic park featured at universal do we think oh, it's the, well represented underrepresented the other
1: i feel like mm, i don't know that it's mm, i don't I, I feel like it's i like the area that it occupies the mm-hmm. amount of space it has i feel like it is being underutilized I feel like the attraction, the river attraction is great. River Adventure. River Adventure. Um, but I feel like there should be another marquee attraction as well that's not Terradon Flyers. That should be something like... And I get it if you want to keep it all Jurassic Park oriented, but there could be something else, I think.
0: Yeah, and that's a lot of the uh, speculation right now is that there will be a, a new uh, attraction coming to Jurassic uh, Jurassic Park area. So that could end up playing out i i think it's it's one that will it's there's always been the speculation that there will be another uh added addition in there i mean for the longest time before kong was settled on it was even talked about okay well that could be used for more jurassic park too so i i would have to tend to Not agree the with the lost world <laughs> you jurassic don't want park anything well. with yeah nothing with with the lost world what about with fallen kingdom um, I think Fallen Kingdom would be a great Halloween Horror Nights
1: house because it's essentially uh, a scary mansion with dinosaurs in it, if you haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> like, the if you've seen the trailer, the stuff you saw in the trailer that everyone was like, you showed us the end of the movie. Oh, no, no. That's the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie. The rest of it is all in this mansion.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and so I was like, "Ooh, spooky." But Oh no, it was spooky and I I didn't understand why you kept saying that up until the point I actually saw the movie. Oh, and yeah. like, then it finally dawned on me. It's like, "Oh no, this this really would." And I I a feel big like Indoraptor puppet. Yeah. Did you did you get to go to the year of uh Cabin in the Woods? Mm, no. No, yeah. It's the see I feel like that it could be like a house could be done similar to how that one kind of was. I heard that with, one was good. Oh, it, it was. So it's it's a movie that I enjoy and I thought it, it was translated very well into See, a house as well.
1: My hope is that they don't do Jurassic Park and Jurassic World together in the park. I don't want, like, you're on this side of the street and it's Jurassic Park, you're on this side of the street it's Jurassic World. I like the idea that if they do have another th- full-on, like a fourth park, that they'll have, like, that's Jurassic World and yeah. then they'll keep ours, like, the classic Jurassic Park, you know, and maybe have some something that would have been a throwback to that and keep it kind of like so you can be like universal through the ages as opposed to being like it's all jurassic world now
0: yeah i and that would obviously be my hopes and wants with it too uh i don't know though it just because jurassic world is such a powerhouse franchise it it feels like you know i it's really hard to ever criticize anything from my childhood jurassic park the original Jurassic Park is an absolute masterpiece. It's no, one no, 100%. of it is one of the greatest movies ever made in my opinion. I, and think I it's will stand by that.
1: Possibly Steven
0: Spielberg's. I I Man. mean I would argue it's his best work. I know people no, are like There's there's list. No, there's one more on on our list that we're going to talk about Hook. that is his best. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I do agree. I do um,
0: I do agree with the other one as well. But it's right there in that yeah, time in that 10 years. Uh, the actually the the thing is I would say with Jurassic Park because technology came along so much further there was sense of realism in Jurassic Park uh, with the use of not just actual like puppets and animatronics but also computer graphics that just it made it so real and I I loved it when I saw it terrified but loved it wouldn't it be cool if there was a ride that was like you were in the jeep yeah. And it
1: was kind of like a roller coaster because we're at that point with technology that, I mean, think about how Gringotts is. You're on that kooka arm. Imagine it. You're like you're in oh. a, a thing and you get to the gate. And so you're in a car. And I'm not saying the whole the whole thing is projections, but somehow they seal the car right before you, you know, it starts raining. So they roll up the windows yeah. and the sc- and they're actually screens like you're on the train and the T-Rex comes out and flips your car over. And so you're in a harness in the seat. So, you know, you're you're upside oh. down. I was thinking like... Because with the way we've done projection technology and, and screens and stuff like that, it would be you'd be able to do both. Because you you know if the windows go up, the screens come up. You know.
0: See, I thought you were going to say it was going to be a launch attraction where you're going to sit next to a bloody Jeff Goldblum and a T Rex is going to be chasing after you.
1: And he just the animatronic Jeff Goldblum just keeps Let's leaning in. Go, Let's go faster. Let's go
0: faster. That's it. Um, and uh, now here uh, I am talking
1: to myself, <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah so jurassic park a great movie (laughs) even though it was such an important part of my childhood the lost world is not a good movie oh my god get over yourself i i don't think it's a bad
1: movie i I don't it's obviously not the best yes it falls apart this as soon as they go to leave the island that's where it falls apart for me i love everything before that though what don't you like about before that
0: um, a lot of the acting is just really, really terrible. And I don't know if that's necessarily the acting per se or the dialogue written for it, but it's not it's not a game. It's you don't you don't like uh
1: uh Vince Vaughn and his uh five deaths. Single yeah. Win. Um
0: yeah. But, Hey, Vince Vaughn uh, he had I'd his like, ups and downs. I as remember a young.
1: being in the theater. So this is the thing about that one, is is yeah, there are some weird you – know, there's some weird choices in the movie for
0: sure. Um, the only part of that movie that means anything is the raptor field.
1: Oh, that part – yeah, that part is awesome when they're in the long grass and the yeah. tails are thing. I, I do actually really like the cliff scene still. I know it's similar to the first movie, but when she, I remember when she fell and you don't you don't know it's glass when you first see it and she hits the yeah. glass and it starts to break. And I'm like, ugh. But my favorite thing is, so that came out in 96, I want to say, 98 maybe? Uh, so, 97, I think. Right. So in. somewhere yeah. in there, yeah. So right, I'm still in middle school. And I remember like, when the girl digs the hole to get out from under the fence. And they're yep. like, is it clear? And then she goes, and I'll see you on the other side. Right. And the raptor's head slams down in the hole. I saw that more than once in the movie theater. And I remember like... I'm gonna watch everyone jump at this park because everybody screamed when that happened. And I'm I miss that kind of thing. I'm not
0: you know? I'm not saying it's non terrifying. I saw it at the drive in and it was terrifying. Ooh, that would have been spooky. Just, I'm just saying it doesn't hold up, and we won't even waste any oh, time God, no. talking about been, three.
1: I don't even remember a third
0: movie. Yeah. And Alan. <laughs> Alan. <laughs> that's, that's the only way we want the third is represented is with a, <laughs> uh, the only part with a talking <laughs> Ten velociraptor. Um, movie in a nutshell. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but with, with World, I mean, World isn't. I think World is an entertaining movie. And yeah. the more the more time that separates when it first came out, and that nostalgia was just like driving everything. It, watching it back now, it's not. It's better than Lost World, but it still doesn't hold even no, a single. It's got some really cool.
1: It, it's like what you said. It, it, I I like it because I think it's a movie that is made specifically for fans of the original. Yeah. Whereas the original, you can just watch no matter yeah. what, you know. Which is true of any first movie usually, but Jurassic World is a really cool because I just love the idea that it gives fans to be like, well, what if Hammond did finish the yeah. park and we got all the way through? And and I also do love the nods and nostalgia, like you say. But I was watching um, oh, what was the Universal Cinematic Spectacular? Yeah, and that. I think it has a clip of when the door opens and Claire's there with the flare. Yes. And does. I'm sorry. The I, I don't think Colin Trevorrow is an amazing director. I think safety, not Gu- uh, safety, not guaranteed is an excellent film. And that is the movie that has made his career. But Jurassic world does have a couple of, of really kind of, for me, Almost breathtaking, like, and that's one of those shots yeah. where I'm like, "That is haunting." You
0: yes, know? it's it's a one perfect shot. Yeah. So if you're on Twitter, which you should be, it's the year is 2018. Get on Twitter, <laughs> follow follow the handle one perfect shot, and they collect these perfect shots from movies oh, and put them out cool. there and it's like it's, it's always a nice reminder and I would categorize that one as, as a one perfect shot yeah. in my it opinion it
1: brings back feelings of like alien yeah. or aliens you know aliens I should say specifically like Sigourney Weaver with the alien in the suit or yeah. like all that it's just one of those it tingles and yeah. I'm happy to have had that feeling with dinosaurs again in a park and I would love it if we could get an attraction that kind of does yeah. that as well you know.
0: and Fallen Kingdom I think it's just a notch below jurassic world in my in my opinion i went in with the lowest expectations that's what happens when you see a movie a month after it came out yeah it's you don't you forget about what people were saying right away i didn't have the hype going in so i was like well i'm not disappointed well right and i didn't have the i think some people don't like the twist in the movie and i
1: was like well that's the logical progression of where this type of technology goes like I don't, if they didn't ever address that, I actually feel like it would have been weird. I think it's got some terrible dialogue at some points, and I feel like it suffers from bad editing as well. But the moments it does right, it does right very well. Yeah. You know, I do think the opening scene where they're trying to get the thing out of the water and the T Rex, and it's like lightning, and the T Rex is coming through the trees. Horrifying. Like, yeah. I think that's great. And I think there are some scary visuals. Some of it comes off a little ridiculous. But I, I honestly think that comes from the studio picked a, uh, uh, like, independent filmmaker. And he made this movie. And then they're like, okay, we need you to go back. And we need some more of these generic scares in it. And so, yeah. kind of those parts don't mix as well.
0: And the part that Rhino is alluding to, of course, is uh, with the the twist. It's uh, talking Velociraptor. So, yeah. uh, full fledged speech. actually. <laughs> <you know. laughs> it's it's really awful. No, so I I we both agree it needs better representation in Universal. But as long as it's separated, um, okay. So next one that's currently represented could use better. Maybe could use better representation. King Kong
1: better representation you think
0: you don't like the attraction oh, well, i'm no i asked that as a question oh do you uh, think it no, could I, sorry the way i
1: i think it's cool because i think it was interesting even though i never got to experience it that the old attraction that used to be here i'm not i don't remember yeah. what that name specifically was confrontation confrontation yes. um that I, I think that was cool because that really felt like an ode to the older movies where it's like you're in a city and kong's like yeah, it, it it feels more like I've got the lady, I can't remember her name, Jessica Lang we'll say, you know, Faye Ray, Faye Ray, and I'm and I'm going up the building. It felt like that. And I, what I like about this Kong is it's like a prequel to that. It's more into the mystery and the depth of like the the island itself. You yeah, know? it's kind of like it's almost like this is a prequel attraction.
0: Yeah. So if you're unfamiliar with Kong 2005, it uh, starts out on like like. Even the original one in '77, you know, it starts out on with going to Skull Island and and getting Kong. But the big difference with 2005 versus the other ones is 2005 was a was it two and a half hours or three hours it was on like, release? It was like three. It hours. was three it was like, hours. I think it was yeah. like
1: two hours and like 48 minutes or something yeah. ridiculous.
0: And it was like. I'm probably wrong on the numbers, but I would say an hour 45 to two hours of it were on Skull Island. And so it was like the bulk of the movie. Um, and, And the end sequence in New York was just absolutely beautiful and gorgeous. But... So much of the movie was in Skull Island, and then when you get the director's cut, where it's even longer, they add even more time on yeah, Skull Island. I was like, Good it's Lord. like Peter Jackson loved him some Skull Island, but uh, it's it definitely in terms of the action, it is it is super action packed in those moments when they're on the island. Some some super great sequences. So uh, in that in that mindset. Yeah, I actually think it's really well represented right now at Universal. And you can't get much better than that giant Kong animatronic at the end. So, yeah. I I think that way we both agree on that one, but uh next one maybe maybe different and that is Despicable Me. What do you think? What do you think? Oh, C? I
1: actually um I re- I've only done this attraction like once, I think. Um but I thought it was like really cute. I, I really yeah. enjoy it because I like that you go in the house and then you're you're you like in the lair with the minions and they're doing this whole you know trying to do this whole thing in in Groot's like underground lair or whatever and it's yeah. fine. I think it I'm it's one of those where it's a little basic, but it's also like you got to think like minions. I guess is for kids of all ages. So I I think about it being specifically geared toward like really young kids being able to do it.
0: Yeah. But uh, I. I would agree with you. I think it is very, uh, just it's a very fun ride. And while I don't do it very often, uh, it's it, it doesn't take away from the enjoyment that I do have when I when I experience it. And yeah, so I, I think it's well represented. I think it hits the perfect time in the whole Despicable Me franchise. Like yeah. I, I I do think the first movie is an awesome movie. Oh, I think it's excellent, yeah. yeah. This, I, I love the that The second movie. one, I think, was actually really good, too. And yeah. I, I saw it in theaters, and I loved it. Third one did not hold up. I, I didn't
1: finish it yet. I still don't, I don't know what it is about it, that yeah. it's just not as... It's hard, because what's great about the first one is it's such dark humor, yeah. because this guy hates everything. So it's kind of that, like... You know, we've all been there. We're like, Ugh, you know, and it's that's his mode, and it's heartwarming because like the girls kind of turn him around. Yeah. But you know, in the second one, he's still a little mischievous, and I don't know. It just doesn't it doesn't hold as well. But yeah. you're right. I do agree. It, it does take place in that
0: prime yeah. area right, of the movies, right in between those two. So you still have Groot has a little bit. Or why did I say Groot? Groot. Groot, Groot has a bit of a nasty girls. <laughs> <laughs> Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was. It's. A, I don't know where that even came from. I mean, I get it. It's I want to see that you only, now. You only add an extra OT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get it. But uh, regardless, uh, I think that I, I think that it's right in that perfect time where Gru still has a little nastiness to him but he has yeah. softened up a lot and, so
1: and uh isn't the professor in it still too the the yeah. guy that the uh, one that russell brand plays yeah because yeah. he's not really in the other ones as much uh, no. he's not in the he's in the second one a
0: lot less than he yeah. was in the first one and then i don't know if he's even in, the, third in one. the second one he leaves him because he's just he's finally done okay that's what it was that's he's he, grew doesn't want to be a villain so he's they're villains that's right, okay, I, I that's why the remember. minions are minions, yeah, so uh yeah, so really well done. one that I think we're gonna say is probably not well represented, but I'll still pose the question fast and furious.
1: you don't think it's well represented I don't know how else okay, I guess i I think the cue of the attraction represents it very well, and then I think the actual attraction, like it's over the top. And it's weird, but that's also what the movies are, but I wish it had been more car oriented because that's what the whole thing is. So I kind of wish it had been maybe a roller coaster, even if it was like, if they had done a rip ride rocket overlay and like had made the queue over there and then the rip ride rocket vehicles were cars somehow, like I think that would have lent itself a little bit more to the franchise.
0: Uh, As much as I enjoy the ride, and I still stay to this day, it's a dumb ride, but it's a ton of fun. Uh, I don't think it's well represented. When you step back and consider that this is one of the highest grossing franchises of all time. um, Billions and billions of dollars with it. and The only thing that they can come up with is this one attraction that's a clone. Of yeah, that's the, the thing. one with a little yeah. bit of extra additions. It just so yes, I enjoy the ride. I think it's great, but it's not. It's actually not enough for me. It wasn't. Uh, I think you know when you're it's looking not in the too
1: cr- fast and it's not too furious. I,
0: I I don't know what I expect more out of it. Maybe because it is so such a big powerhouse. Maybe maybe it's something where one attraction wasn't good enough. Maybe it did need to be a bigger land. With something else, with a stunt show involved too.
1: Well, here's the thing too: that the, the movie, so like the newest movie, has like the submarine and the rock grabbing a yeah. missile and throwing it away. And there, I don't feel like as ridiculous as the ride is. There's not really any of that really over the top. Like the last one I saw was like the sixth one, and they're jumping across bridges and stuff. Like yes, there is a bridge jump in this one, but it's very. I don't know. It feels very basic and like they really wanted to push something into the Hollywood area. And the hope was maybe they'd transform it into a new attraction over here. But they kind of like only did the queue, like I said. If yeah. they had taken the attention, I feel like if they had cared for the actual attraction as much as they had cared for that queue, then it would be a different type of experience. And that's,
0: that's why I, as much as I love the ride i think it it still deserves more As as long as the rest of the movies that come out continue the success that the franchise has well imagine like I a, think it needs
1: more like a test track or a or, or a, um, radiator springs racers like but it's it's um i'm, it's I'm still against that like,
0: it's the technology is starting to get outdated it's not it breaks down all of the time you don't want to and it doesn't like, go that shoot. fast no, it just doesn't go that fast either with it. So I think I still stand by it. I think a blend of their moving motion simulator style with Transformers or Spider Man, hmm. take that and blend it with the right amount of screens and effects and you could have felt you could yeah. have felt like you were in these super fast cars. Yeah, like I agree. Yeah. Giant oversized cars that fit twelve people at a time, but
1: Hey, if we can take that limo to the to the concert where
0: where Aerosmith has been Dreams indefinitely performing, is, yeah. is we can do it here. Agree. So uh, last one of the ones that are currently represented, we have E. T. Do we think this is represented well at Universal in its attraction or underrepresented?
1: It. I think it it is still represented well. I don't know. I, I once you're in, it's fine. I wasn't going to say anything. Um, it's like. Uh, I love once you get through the video and you get your passport or whatever. When you're in the Redwood Forest, I feel like that's a moment where I'm like, I really do feel like I'm in the opening of the movie where he, uh, you know, or like when Elliot's leaving the um, Reese's pieces, Um, or, uh, you know, even the bikes in the beginning. It goes off the rails halfway through, but I don't know. I still feel like. I get this feeling every time I'm on it, you know, when the music wells and you're there and you're on the bike and you're with E.T. And I, I don't know how you would do it any other way.
0: I actually think it's perfectly represented the way it is, because the only thing you could do better is taking you through a montage of the actual movie. And let's be real. Animatronics are great. They have come such a long way, even since Universal started. But there is no way I'm going to have the same feelings about this attraction if you have an animatronic ET or Elliot and Gertie yeah. and like it's they not to the go- playground. Yeah, it's not going to look as natural. It's not going to look as right. It's free. So yeah, we have the the end portion of the the movie. Well, I like that it's a sequel. Yeah, it, it, so it the- is like a, it, it's like okay, we never got a real ET sequel, but. Yeah. We we got a ride that is the sequel. I think that's a cool well, idea. Well, and that's that's what I was going with that. It's like, you know, you have the that same kind of theme as the end of the movie and then you're going to the green planet and you see what happened after the movie now in the sequel. And because of that, it's it's just it's its own separate thing it's not living dependent off the movie yeah and so that's why i think it ends up being timeless in a sense mm-hmm. with that so i think it's perfectly represented if they were to ever try to alter it to make it more about the original movie uh, no not that wouldn't work for me. Yeah, I think it's perfect the way it is. But we're going to go rapid fire style through the next uh, couple lists here with this, and we are going to talk about the other franchises slash movies that are making money that currently aren't represented at Universal. And I just want to, I want to get your thoughts on it not a lot of discussion in it because there's nothing there. But we can certainly talk about whether or not something should be there. So this is all domestic gross, not worldwide gross in this. So I'm just getting that out of the way okay. of things not represented at uh, at Universal. So the first one is the Born series. That's made $801 million. I don't
1: like them. I, I saw the first one. It was fine. I didn't really. I don't know. They don't do anything for me. It, it feels like they're a better, like, I understand that they own Bourne, but I feel like Mission Impossible would be a better represented attraction. I I don't even know how you would represent that sort of an attraction. Maybe it is, like you said, like a car with the screens and you're going on a very specific adventure that has been crafted for that. But Bourne isn't like that. Bourne isn't like James Bond. It isn't like that. He doesn't have a set mission. It's kind of like he's... It's this big conspiracy about his.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I it doesn't work for me. I him. agree. I'm I'm not huge on born. No. It's I I liked the first movie a lot, and I was okay with everything in the fir- in the trilogy, but it was never one of those ones like, oh, I have to own this. Like this right. has to be a part of my library. So I know there's a lot of people out there who do like it, but
1: yeah, yeah no, they, they are like, they are like I can't remember. I saw the second one. I don't know what it was about. Yeah. You know like I, it, it's not that type of spy thriller that works for me. I don't know he,
0: he wakes up with amnesia
1: yeah That's, and, and there are
0: five movies about it yeah <laughs> uh, so number two on this on this list uh, the Madagascar franchise with 673 million and we do have meet and greets and you can see them in the parades and such but not in attraction currently.
1: It would be cool if they did like I uh, not like something similar to like Winnie the Pooh at Magic Kingdom, but it was like you were going through the maybe the first movie with them all out there, and you got to see like King Julian yeah. and they were all talking
0: and stuff. It would be fun. I think that would be fun. I think a lot of these DreamWorks and Illumination movies are very very missing out. I, that didn't made no sense. I think they're missing out with a lack of going classic dark rides. Yeah. Uh, I know that's not Universal's audience is slow dark rides. You know, they make things like E.T. or gosh, not E.T. That is a slow dark ride. <laughs> yeah, things saying. like Cat in the Hat that are a little bit in between there. But I feel like I feel like a lot of these attractions could really or a lot of these movies could be well represented mm-hmm. as dark rides. But uh, this next one's a hoot nothing's ever going to come from this but uh it nonetheless the franchise itself made 593 million dollars and that's of course the epic story of the Fockers oh my god
1: (laughs) (laughs) well imagine if you could do like a dinner service and it was that scene from the first
0: movie where you just I have nipples Greg can you milk me Yeah, I, I don't even know how you would ever – It. I mean, people still know these lines. They still have them memorized. I remember – I just don't think like, it could ever be translated, though. You
1: could tell if somebody in your house was watching that movie because they were laughing so loud and so hard. I, I just remember that. And now I watch it and I'm like, what were we laughing about so much? Like, uh, it's still a good movie. I still think it is a funny movie, the first one at least. Like,
0: yeah, it got I a little s- weird, but – biggest. Yeah, they did. I The third movie's awful. And the second one's not too bad. Didn't have the magic of the first. But the first, like, it's, you know, times have changed so much when back then one of the biggest laugh reveals was that his name was Gay Fawker. Oh, and Gaylord, yeah. And now it's like. Oh. You yeah. really
1: made that joke? It's funny cuz when I was in 5th grade, I remember the teacher reading a book and and in the book the baby's name is Gaylord and the class was like <laughs> and she was like that's a name. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just it's an old name, but it's also one of those where they were like you you shouldn't really laugh at stuff like that's not really as funny anymore. Yeah. Nobody's in school yelling out Gaylord at people anymore. When I was a little kid, that's what you yelled at people. <laughs> and, the, and the teacher, I'll be like, that's somebody's name. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> moving away I grew from up in the Falkers. So, yeah. yeah. Uh the next one, uh, with five hundred twenty-four million dollars in the franchise already has an attraction in Hollywood. Maybe we'll get one here. Kung Fu Panda. I would love that, because I love
1: Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. I love at least the first movie. I saw the second movie once, but I've never seen I haven't seen after that no. yet. I've, Not yet, I will. All I have to say about that is Skadoosh. Skadoosh. I yeah. I I think the first one's great, and I am what one beat that
0: movie for an Academy Award? I think that movie came out the same year as Wally. I Was it 2003? I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite sure the year. No, that 2003? That... Get over yourself. I lived in Florida already. It was like 2008. Was it really that late yeah. that it came out? Oh, I'm just surprised because I... Kung Fu Panda 1, 2008. Gosh, I didn't think it was that late
1: um wally 2008 so that was yeah. probably what it was well it's great yeah, movie too i mean so it's, it's fine yeah <laughs> i understand why wally won okay never mind <laughs> i don't yeah you're uh... the hard part was i just think kung fu panda <laughs> the story comes around full circle i love that everything in the movies represented i think it's funny it's heartfelt and again it would be they do have like poe out and around yeah. where you can meet him but I, w- I would like to see the thing in hollywood yeah. and see what that's like
0: yeah i've only heard amazing things about it so the last movie that we're probably just gonna like Laugh about for a second, uh, the franchise with four movies at four hundred nine million dollars, American Pie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel like they should have little, like a dessert cart would be great. Oh my! God. If they sell pie little, on a stick, little mini pies with a hole. Yeah, the whole... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a donut pie. That's what they can sell it at. Acid, <laughs> you only know like. Oh,
0: yeah. that is a great idea. <laughs> like you
1: represented in the park.
0: Yeah, you can have um like hot dogs or whatever there yeah it's a hot dog and pie stand that's <laughs> all you need
1: um and yeah. you have to have like eugene levy eyebrows on
0: when you work there
1: <laughs>
0: just terrible okay so now for the movies uh that have made the most money domestically again domestic box office that aren't represented in an attraction doesn't mean they aren't in there in some sort of way uh but not as a standalone attraction so first one didn't we just talk about this no, that was that was franchises. Oh, oh okay, we're standalone, to, standalone. Yeah, standalone, standalone, standalone. Okay, gotcha. So, Secret Life of Pets made three hundred sixty-eight million. It's in the parade. I think it's inevitable. I think the parade, the parade. Uh, what I like about the parade float is it's cute. It's like little, like it almost.
1: It does remind me of those dark ride type things. Yeah. That, like I love that they hop around and they talk to people and like they move around. And I would love to see something yeah. like that. You think
0: you know? that it should be more? It should go beyond just oh. the parade and cinematic celebration. I
1: mean, the movie's okay, but I. I think that it
0: has potential. Yep. I I agree with that, too. And the next one I think you're definitely going to be absolutely okay with. At $270 million domestically, Sing.
1: Oh, yeah. Come on. Major piggy power. <laughs>
0: uh, what I would love, I know it wouldn't have a ton of repeat value, but I would absolutely love to see something like almost – american idol style i was just thinking that yeah with where you, like vote, you vote and yeah. all and they get all the people who did their their stuff in the movies, yeah, have them record each like five songs, so that way it was always random, yeah. what they would come out and sing, and then you could vote on, them. like
1: how they do Monsters Inc. at at, at or, 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 or Turtle Talk with Crush yeah. or something like that. But it, so it like they come out, you know, you're watching in a screen in a room, and you can vote in your chair just like you used to at the American
0: Idol yes. experience. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, I would love that, and then so that way, you know, if you have if you have uh, However, many performers there were in the movie, there was probably six or seven that were like prominently featured at some point. Yeah,
1: there's a bunch. Yeah.
0: Um, so, if each show is made up of three of the singers and they each have like five songs that they could randomly choose from, you have like kind of like Star Tours, you have 50 different combinations. Yeah. And- that should
1: replace Shrek. I, it would work in that theater, and they can do the like a little pig animatronic out there like how they have the other ones yeah. that are in the boxes and stuff.
0: no, I that personally uh, for me, that sounds like something cool. yeah, uh, something that probably won't be made from the next one at uh, two hundred forty two million dollars, Bruce Almighty. Well, maybe at the Holy Land Experience, <laughs> like they'll do something. <laughs> Almighty, then and, uh, another one at two hundred eighteen million. The hard R-rated movie that's also part of a franchise, but didn't make it onto the franchise list. Ted. I could see like Ted being in a parade
1: or on a float or something like that, and being semi like PG thirteen. Yeah. Ted. Uh, the only thing
0: I can't figure out is why don't they just sell the plush and. That way, yeah. when kids ask, well, what movie is he from? You say, not until you're older. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, And then finally, uh, part of another franchise, the highest grossing one, uh, domestically made $184 million. Uh, it was very close to making our franchise list, but just just stayed off of it. And that is Pitch Perfect 2 is part of the Pitch Perfect Trilogy. Ugh, that's
1: just what we need—more acapella music everywhere. Yeah, I'm no. fine without this one. I so, feel like they already technically have something that's trying to represent
0: it, but it isn't in there. Yeah. So are the, we not talking about "Mamma Mia"? Well, that's the the uh, final portion. Oh, of okay. This. I thought I thought the one. final portion of this is talking about things that didn't make the top five uh, in terms of box office and all that. And I know people out there are going to try to like call me out on the box office numbers and stuff. I was very specific with what I chose. They couldn't already be represented in Universal, and then it was split up in franchise individual, all that. Trust me, it made sense when I was doing it. It probably makes no sense for you. But uh, now the ones that didn't make either of the lists that are still important, So, uh, but as as Universal movies are important, they make money, but could they be represented in the parks? First one? The Fifty Shades Trilogy. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe in one of the hotels. Oh. A Fifty Shades package. Yeah, like a (laughs)
1: Fifty Shades. And they have very specific, those are only for those, like how the pets are only allowed in certain rooms. The whips and chains and Rihanna, S&M stuff is in the other rooms. I will
0: definitely be uh, saying that I have a latex allergy. uh, Or wait, no. I don't want to be in one of those rooms. (laughs) goodness i want to stay away i want to click the box that says you know the hallway only ever plays that beyonce cover (laughs) the beyonce redo of crazy in love fan Uh uh um uh, next on the list snow white and the huntsman two movies out of it Mm. thought they'd get more out of it but i forgot about the second movie
1: i i mean i saw both movies second one's all right
0: Yeah, I I honestly, I think the design of it is beautiful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like it could be translated into a theme park well, and it would add that, you know, Disney doesn't own Snow White. It would have been a really cool meet and greet for sure. Imagine like if they had built like kind of our throne with a lot of
1: those like jagged pieces kind of coming out and like she had the crown or one of the dresses on or if it was her and her sister like from the second movie or you had a huntsman. That would have been a really cool at least like I wish they did more of those like character meet and greets to pump up the movie even if they're not going to do a uh, an attraction
0: I'd I'd like to see something on it one day even if the movies weren't amazing the design felt like it could be translated into a theme park just really well
1: that Florence and the Machine song that they use that's like the score of the first movie is phenomenal as well Um, next one how to train your dragon oh yeah this is a given i feel like of all the dreamworks franchises that they should be representing it should be how to train your dragon i haven't seen them but i my nephew loves them and all i've heard like from my adult friends i guess well my friends are all adults i guess um but like um i i uh they've said how good they are and i just can't i can imagine like you ride the dragon or something or Something maybe even more simple than that. I don't know. Yeah, it,
0: it, regardless of what it's translated to in terms of an attraction, uh, they are easily um, DreamWorks' best movies for animation i know i'm like stuttering as i'm saying that it's uh, the quality of the films are are the best. like the writing is tight the action's tight it doesn't it has a little bit of the silly humor but it's not like kung fu panda and madagascar and shrek in that way where i feel like those movies while they, adults they can, can enjoy slapstick. them yeah. it's they kids are going to be the ones primarily enjoying it it's how to train your dragon is as close as dreamworks has ever gotten to doing a Pixar movie in terms of having a mature sensibility of it, yeah, uh, but still having that playful tenderness to it. So uh, it uh, just one day, one day, it's going to be coming to Universal, and I cannot wait for it. Uh, this next one would probably fit in perfectly for Horror Nights. There would have to be a little bit of a uh, little bit of maneuvering around because now Blumhouse is producing it, and Universal's distributing it, but they didn't distribute the first movie in the franchise. What am I talking about? Chucky? No. Scream? No. The first movie in a franchise. The first movie Universal did not distribute or make, but then the second and third, Universal's distributing them and Blumhouse is producing them. I don't know. And it's a scary movie? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The thrillers. Eagle Eye 2 and 3. I would say superhero thriller.
1: Hancock? No. Superhero thrill... Oh! Unbreakable?
0: Yes, oh, the Unbreakable yes. trilogy. Yeah, God, so those, specifically yeah. split in glass. Uh, those are alert. made by...
1: You're not supposed to know Split is in the unbreakable series. I mean you uh, are okay, in fairness the trailer is yeah. out now, you should know. <laughs> the trailer is out.
0: It kind of revealed all. And that, I will so. say that trailer is excellent
1: too. Yeah. I really enjoyed that trailer <laughs> quite yeah. a bit.
0: But I I would love now that it's all coming full circle. That I would, would be love a to see really this cool this Horn Night
1: Yeah. yeah. Cuz imagine like David um David Dunn and like the uh with his like uh, rain jacket thing yeah. he always wears like and you you know maybe it's like storming and you go in and then the beast I mean he's like 12 to... Different people, so he oh, can yeah, be yeah. any one of those, and yeah. I, I think that was—that's
0: actually a really good idea. I completely agree with that. First so. name
1: Mister, last name
0: Glass. Ah. I would—I would love to see that one day. If, it wouldn't well, probably work moments. as an attraction. But as H H N, oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, we unfortunately we've now run out of time to talk about the last one, which of course was no. the Mamma Mia. Franchise. I think that
1: this could be represented in the park, though. I honestly think that they should get rid of the acapella thing that they're doing, and on the music stage, they could do like a mini like production of the play that's twenty minutes long or something like that. Come out and saying Mamma Mia, Dancing Queen, and whatever, put people in a good mood and do whatever. That's I I I if you're telling me you
0: would be against ABBA songs being played while you're around in the park, I I say shame on you. I I don't know how the distribution rights and stuff for playing ABBA in the parks works or anything like that. So uh, that's just there's a whole lot there. You whole lot dance. there to be discovered. You drive,
1: crank. I You'll
0: I have could have the time have of my life. life. <laughs> yes, I I know that, but I really don't have any thoughts on that. It's just it's it's the it, only way we'll get Kevin into a theme park. and he'll never listen to this so it it doesn't matter that we made that joke uh i you know what though i will say it's the movies have a cult following and they are people who love it absolutely love it so i i think even though it's not it might not appeal to the broadest of audiences in it i think it's one of those things if the people who end up seeing it enjoy it and it makes them happy uh that's the perfect kind of Thing you look for in an attraction something that might not be uh might not be appealing from the outside but then once you're in there like oh my gosh i didn't expect to like that so much yeah so yeah i, I think it could work but okay so thank you guys out there for uh for putting up with that which was essentially 45 minutes of us just gabbing about movies that we like and the ones that are at universal, the ones we would like to see come to universal parks. So I hope you enjoyed it. And Rhino, thank you so much for having yes. that discussion with me. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So uh, of course, if you need links to anything else uh, for this show and any of the others on the Dis podcast network, head to disunplug.com. You'll find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, as well as our email address, UOPodcast at DizUnplugged.com. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, make sure you hit, Uh, the thumbs up button I forgot what kind of button it was but we want you to hit that thumbs up button as well as leave us comments below about all the movies that we talked about we want to hear what you have to say regarding it we're very very excited for it and then if you're listening to this on iTunes uh, your probably best way to get in touch with us is, is through social media or the email so we can hear your thoughts on the movies and all that but with that of course also make sure you're subscribed and you are rating and reviewing us so thank you once again to rhino as well as everyone out there who listened and watched to this uh watch this not watch mm-hmm. to this we hope you enjoyed it and we will be back with you next week for another episode of the dis unplugged universal edition but until then remember we still haven't changed the name